going to add dangerous habit number two. Write it down on your notes today. It's the, it's the habit, and it is, it is the installment number two. It's called Stop and Rest. Stop. In Spanish, that's alto. Stop and rest. Now, the biblical term for this is the Sabbath. The Sabbath. One of the Ten Commandments. God saw this as so important, as such a habit of your life, that when God brought his people out of slavery in Egypt and brought, got, got ready to bring them into the promised land, he gave them ten commandments. And of these commandments, if you were to see a pie chart, this one habit is about 30% of the pie chart. This one habit is the only habit that God says of the commandments, I'm actually going to give you the why behind it. Like God does, he doesn't do this with any other uh, 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 commandment. He doesn't say, don't steal and here's why. Uh, Don't commit adultery and let me tell you why. This is the only one he's like, you got to have this habit and here's why. Watch what he says, Exodus. Look at chapter 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day to the Lord your God. On it sh- you shall not do any work. Everybody say any work. Put it in the chat. Say any work. On this day you shall not do any work. Neither emails, nor your sons, nor your daughters, nor, 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 nor going to the office just for an hour, nor your male or your female servants, nor your animals, that's including your dogs, even though they go to heaven, nor any of your foreign, foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days... The Lord himself made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he stopped and he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and he made it holy. Six days, God made the heavens and the earth. Six days, he made made morning and night. Six days he, he got all the animals. Six days he worked. And on the seventh day, God himself rested. He stopped and he rested. God saw this as so important that even when the Messiah, his son Jesus came, Jesus had a practice. Jesus had a habit that even though he was the Messiah, he practiced the Sabbath. So I think if God needed the Sabbath, and if Jesus needed the Sabbath, I think you need the Sabbath. I think I need the Sabbath. I think we need one day. Now, six days we should work, but one day we stop and we rest. One day we stop, we put all the work aside, and we say, I'm not working. In fact, I love how he said it in in, in chapter 20. He said, remember the Sabbath. But he's going to say it now to a new batch of Israelites, a new generation, a new wave of Israelites. He says it again in chapter 31. Watch the word that he uses to this new group in Exodus. Watch what he says in Exodus 31. Observe the Sabbath. Wait, wait. So first time he releases it through Moses, he says, remember the Sabbath. Now he releases it again. Now he's saying, observe the Sabbath. Yeah, I, I, like, I like observing things. Like today, we are observing the six-year anniversary of Zoe Church. In observance, we shall indulge in ice cream. Put the ice cream emoji in the chat today if you're joining me for a McFlurry for the glory of God. But we observe 
uh, uh, Labor Day weekend coming up. We observe Easter. We observe Christmas. We observe anytime you observe a holiday, you get ready for this holiday. You start thinking about when you observe Thanksgiving, you start getting the recipes together. You start getting your outfits together. You start making plans of preparation. God is saying you need to make plans for your rest. You need to make plans for your Sabbath day. You need to start to not just observe it like we sit around and we're observing Easter. We're observing the 4th of July. We're observing Thanksgiving. No, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, these are party days. These are celebration days. These are the biggest food days of the year. Somebody give me an amen in the church. God is saying, I don't want you just to remember you're supposed to do it. I want you to observe the Sabbath day. Make this the day that you make plans to party. You make plans to set it apart that this is a day. I don't work these days. Oh, I rest these days. And resting is I do stuff that fills my soul. Oh, I like food and family and friends and movies and, 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 and going to the beach. and go, Someone watching the service from Iowa, they're like, what is the beach? Googles it real fast. But whatever you do to fill your soul. Let me just give you a definition of the Sabbath. Oh, I love this. Sabbath is a dual idea. It means to both stop and to delight. It's a stopping but it's also a delighting in, God, you are so good. My life, what you've given me, my friends, my family, my city, this food, this drink, God, I'm stopping and I am, I am celebrating. The Sabbath, the Sabbat is a verb. It's active. It's not stopping so I can just rest. No, it's saying I'm going to delight in my simple life. I'm going to delight in God's provision. Come on, clap today right there in your house. If you're getting excited, I'm not just going to remember it. I'm going to observe it. See, see, you were made with desire. Desire's inside of you. And God hardwired you as a human. He said inside of you, there is a desire to stop and there is a desire to rest. This is inside of you. You have a desire in your body, in your soul, to connect with God. So God put it in your habit. He put it in your lifestyle to work for six days. But he said, there's going to be a soul craving in you that once six days expires, something is going to go off in you that you want to stop and delight in God. I love Dallas Willard. We were talking about him last week. He wrote the, the book on, on spiritual disciplines, the celebration of disciplines. I want to invite everyone in our church to go read this book. He talks about desire. Watch how Dallas Willard says it. Oh, I love this, this, this quote. Desire is infinitely part because we were made by God, made for God, made to need God, and made to run to God. We can be satisfied only by the one who is infinite, eternal, and able to supply all of our needs. We are only home in God. When we fall away from God, the desire for the infinite remains, but it is displaced upon things that will certainly lead to destruction. See, when you misplace this desire and you put it on success or you put it on wealth, or you put it on achievement, or you put it on others, that misplacement will ultimately lead to destruction. But God says, I want you to work for six days, 
And I want you to take one day to stop and rest and let your desire be awakened for me to say, you know what, today is not a day I put my eyes on email or activity. Today is a day I put my eyes on God and I rest and I worship. I'm, I'm trying the best way to, to come up with an illustration to explain how important this is. I'm trying my best to explain what does a Sabbath really look like. Here's the best way I could describe it. Write down number one today. You need Christmas Day once a week. Oh, I love, anybody love Christmas Day? I'll tell you, Christmas Day I love in my house because Julia every year on Christmas Eve brings out the pans and starts making cinnamon rolls the night before. Oh, I'm telling you, Christmas Eve, we get all the presents ready. But I'm telling you, I know she's already gone to Costco and got the bacon. We've got the coffee, the good stuff, and we're going to have cinnamon rolls. And I know that the NBA blessed me on, on Christmas Day. The NBA this year just announced that we get the Lakers and the Nets on Christmas Day. Come on, LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook are about to show off against KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, who will not be healthy. I'm not prophesying. I'm just predictive behavior. So, anyways, but... But I love Christmas Day because Christmas Day you lay around and you eat and you spend time with family and there's no pressure and there's no angst except for the stuff that Julia purchased for the boys that I have to put together. Other than that, it's so much fun. But it's Christmas. You need a Christmas Day once a week. You need a Christmas day to say, I'm not working today. I'm not calling anybody back today. I'm not on my email today. I'm picking up a novel. I'm picking up some good food. I'm spending time around the table with loved ones. You need a Christmas day once a week. God needed it. Jesus needed it. You need it. God set this up not so that you serve it. It serves you. Watch what Jesus said, the one that practiced the Sabbath. Watch what he says here in Mark 2. Then Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. God said, I know your needs. I know your soul. I know that you have cravings. And if you put your cravings and you have that infinite desire on things other than me, they will destroy you. But if you let your soul craving stop once a week and say, God, you're all that I need and all that you've given me, I will rest in and I will be satisfied. And I will take this day to drink coffee and have bacon and enjoy my friends and enjoy my family and live with passion and go to the beach and watch movies all for the glory of God. This brings restfulness. I love that verse last week that we read from Jesus. Are you tired? You worn out? Come to me and rest. See, I think we would describe your life with restlessness, not restfulness. Look at the description here on the screen and tell me whether you identify with the words of restlessness or the words of restfulness. Let me, let me just show you the difference here. Put up on the screen. Restfulness is margin, slowness, quiet, deep relationships, time alone, delight, enjoyment, clarity, gratitude, contentment, trust, love, joy, 
peace, working from love, working as contribution. Look at restlessness, busyness, hurry, noise, isolation, crowds, distraction, envy, confusion, greed, discontentment, worry, anger, angst, melancholy, sadness, anxiety, working for love, working as accumulation and accomplishment. Do you see that my problem, like your problem, is that we do not practice the Sabbath? We don't have a day that we go from this sunset to the next. I, I'm unavailable. I'm with my friends and family. I am going to indulge in fantastic comida. And I am absolutely, I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to rest. I'm going to spend time with God. I'm going to enjoy my simple life. I am going to break the cycle, and I'm going to be away with Jesus. I'll get back to you when the sun goes down the next day, but for me, I'm going to do the God thing. God said 30% of this whole pie chart is dedicated to you understanding why that I've said this, because I know the angst, the anxiety, the worry, the concern, the depression that you'll live in if you don't have a Sabbath day. I know the destruction that will come to your relationships and your soul if you don't have a Sabbath day. God commanded it, he blessed it, and he called it holy. I'm excited for you and I because I feel like we're about to step into a Sabbath day of rest. Come on, clap there in your house. If you're hearing what God's saying. He's saying what he said to Exodus, to the Israelites, it's time to rest. Write down number three today. The difference between a day off and a Sabbath is rest and worship. Some are like, I just need a day off. No, no, no. You don't just need a day off. So, so, so many people are like, if I could just get a day off. And, and, and we, we're, we're so in need of a day off that when we take a day off, we fill it with all the house projects and all the bills and all the... So it's like you're tired from your day off. No, you don't need a day off. You need a day of rest and worship. Now, when I said rest, everybody's like, yes. When I said worship, everybody's like, oh, this is weird. Because now I feel like i got to spend a whole day with Hillsong playlist and Zoe music playlist and Elevation and Bethel. So I'm supposed to spend 24 hours with Bethel music? No, no, that's not what God's saying. He's not saying put somebody on for repeat for 24 hours. Rest and worship. Whatever you do for these 24 hours is worship to God. It's just saying, I, I, I know that if I go to this workout class, I'm doing it because this, that when I do this, it's my worship to God. I'm, I need a day. I don't need a day off. It's, see, we, we oftentimes think more about the negative than the positive. We often think more about like, ah, I got to just take a day off. Then I need a day of rest and worship. And because I take this day to rest in God and worship to God, I'm letting God feel my emotions, feel my body with new strength, feel my spiritual life to overflow. I want to read a quote from A.J. Swoboda. known A.J. for a long time, but I um, recently read this book. I want to encourage everybody to read this book. It's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Homer, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And he put a quote in there from one of my friends, A.J. Swoboda, I've known for over 20 years. And when I saw the quote, I go, that's it. Watch what A.J. Swoboda says about you and I in our Western civilization. He says, we have become perhaps the most emotionally exhausted, psychologically overworked, and spiritually malnourished people in the history of the world. 
And if you keep going at the rate you're going and you don't add in the habit of rest and stop, you're going to stay spiritually malnourished, psychologically overworked. You're, you're, you're going to stay in a place where your emotions are all over the place. I need and you need a day where we say, uh-uh, this is not just a day off. This is a day I rest and worship. And the difference is what? The difference is I do this by faith. By faith, I say, nope, I'm, I'm not available to all of you. I'm available to heaven. I'm available to the friends and family God's given me. And I, this is the best day of the week. For years, the, the worst day of my week has been my day off. The hardest day of the whole week has been my day off because I've seen it as a day off. So I don't get to work. But I want God to change our minds today to say this is our best day of the week. This is the day I play the most. This is the day I rest the most. This is the day I'm going to observe this day. Just like I make plans for the 4th and I make plans for Thanksgiving, I'm making plans for my Sabbath. I'm making plans for my Sabbath. And I'm only making plans that fill my soul. I'm only making plans that are worship to God. And I'm only making plans that when I leave this day, I'm ready for the next six. I'm ready for whatever the next six has. Because I'm going to go hard for six days, but on one day, I stop as my dangerous habit and I rest and I worship. You add that into your life and I'm telling you, God will do crazy things in your life. Oh, I love this scripture. Look here in Isaiah 40. But those who sabbat, those who wait, those who rest and worship on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary the next six days. They shall walk and not faint. Why? Because it's not that I had a day off. I need a day off. No, I had a day where I renewed my strength. Well, what renews your strength? Resting in worship. Not just listening to worship music, but everything I do on this Sabbath day, I say this is my worship to God. So as we play, as we build puzzles, that's for Julia, as we, as we have fun, it's, it's, it's all worship. And everything I do, I start to understand is actually, even in the next six days, it is more worship to God. Could it be that the problem with your day off is that there's no worship? And the problem with your work week is there's no worship. Everything we do is a lifestyle of worship. In fact, if you want worship to get better in your life, you want worship in our church services to get better. Don't have an event of worship. It's a lifestyle of worship. So even my rest is worship to God. The way I observe, the way I remember this spot, the way I take 24 hours to do what God did. God worked for six days. He rests on the seventh. He said, this day is holy. This day is blessed. He didn't bless any other day. He blessed the day of rest. And he said, well, you don't just take a day off, but you take a sabbat. I will bless it. I get excited because I feel like many of us, me included, we are transitioning from day off mentality to Sabbath day mentality. This is a commandment from God. Oh, I love this next part. Write it down. Remember, he commanded it, he blessed it, and he called it holy. Look here in Genesis 2, just so we can be reminded of God. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had done. I wonder if some of us, we need to start getting more excited about the day before your day off, the day before your Sabbath, so you can finish your work, so you can Sabbath. Get your stuff done, so you can Sabbath rest. So you don't go into this stressed out. Get all your stuff done, so you, just like God, got everything done, so he could rest. He finished the work he had been doing, so on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. 
Then God blessed the seventh day and he made it holy because on this day he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Exodus 20 verse 8, watch what he says. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. This is a whole, this is not an ordinary day. Monday could be ordinary. Tuesday's ordinary. Well, Tuesday's not ordinary. It's Taco Tuesday. So that's definitely not an ordinary day as a fiesta day. Okay, I get it. Taco Tuesday. Okay, so I get that. These are ordinary days. But he says, no, no, no. Remember this day and make it a holy day. This is not like the other day. This day is what is the definition of holiness or the word holy. It's to be set apart. This is not like all the other days of your week. This day is set apart. This thing is blessed. It is, it, is, it, is, it is set apart. It is a holy day, and it is a commanded day. I wonder if you and I, we would look at this list sometimes, the Ten Commandments, and be like, uh, thou shalt not murder. Oh, I would never. Oh, God, just between me and you, I'll, I, I watched that Netflix documentary, How to Create a Murder. I would never do it. Adultery, oh, God, never, I will never, I'm, I'm a faithful man of God, I'm a faithful woman of God, I will never step out on my wife, never step out on my man, I'm, I'm, I would never, thou shalt not steal, oh, God, I would never steal, I would never, I would never steal, I'll pay all my taxes, Jesus, I'll pay all my taxes. This is the only one where we go through the list all night, we're like, for sure, got it, for sure, for sure, we, God says, one day you shall rest, and we're like, ah. I don't, I don't really know. Like, you mean like for like four or five hours, right? You mean like take the afternoon and just like, you know, go to Century City Mall? He says, no, six days work, 24 hours, you shall rest. I, I wonder if we have come to the place where we realize I'm exhausted, I'm worn out, I'm not myself. I'm not doing good. I have more restlessness than I do restfulness. And you don't need a trip to the Bahamas. You need a Sabbath. You need a Sabbath. You need a day that goes, this is God's day. It's the day I rest and I worship. And this day, I'm breaking the cycle. In fact, write that down. Last, last point today. Worship team, you can come join me. I love this. Break the cycle of accumulation and accomplishment. When you take this Sabbath day of rest, you are breaking the cycle of the six days. You are saying for these six days, I work to accumulate. I work to achieve. And on these six days, I'm telling you, I work very hard and I actually do my very best. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, everything you do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. I want to encourage our church. Hear me loud and clear. Zoe Church, six days I want you to work and work with everything you have. Whatever God's assigned you to do in this season, throw your heart into it. If you're an entrepreneur, we're with you heart and soul. If you're an employee at a workspace, throw your heart into whatever role you've got. If, you, if you're someone that's got a lot of people under your leadership, throw your heart into those people. Six days you shall work. Six days, it's like, I'm in this thing. I'm getting rest so I can do, do the bidding God's given me. I'm getting rest so I can work with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be known as someone that's diligent. I'm going to be known as someone that has work ethic. 
No, I love Proverbs. Proverbs is like, yo, I went by the lazy man's house. I went by the lazy guy's house. He's got all kinds of weed that's grown. He's lazy. He does not prosper. No, six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you break the cycle. You say, I refuse to accumulate today. I refuse to be, to be bogged down by achievement today. Today is a day of rest. Today is a day of worship. When you practice the Sabbath, when you have a Sabbath day, you are saying to God, God, my simple life is enough. My simple life I am satisfied with. And I don't need more achievements. I don't need more accomplishments. I don't need more accumulation. What I have, I'm satisfied with. I'm going to rest in this. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to love this. If you don't, you get caught up in all the isms capitalisms and materialisms and no, no, no. I'm telling you, this is an insurrection against that. This is saying, I will not be under the rule. I will not be under the empire. I will not be under culture. I'm under a kingdom culture. And this kingdom culture is God's idea. And I'm saying to the world, I don't need the achievements. I don't need the accomplishments. I don't need the accumulation. I need what heaven's given me. I'm telling you, you do that and you'll watch your soul fly. And that you do you you do that and you will not covet what your neighbor has. You do that and you will not live in comparison. You do that and you will be you will be filled to overflowing of the goodness of God. The problem with my life and your life is we don't practice a Sabbath. God is saying to us, enough is enough. I have said, don't lie, don't steal, don't murder, don't have any idols. But I have said to you, this is my command: remember the Sabbath day observe this Sabbath day. Oh, I love this about God because if you start getting caught up into this, you break the cycle. Could it be that the reason why most of us are so exhausted is because the cycle hasn't been broken in years? It's just beating us down and destroyed us. You're not good enough. You don't have enough. You're not enough. You need to work. You need to strive. You need to earn. You need to get. You need to accumulate. You need to come. You do that for one year, you do that for two years, you do that for three years, four or five years in, six years in, you don't even have a soul. Do you feel it physically? Have you recognized it mentally? Have you come to a place where you are so spiritually depleted, exhausted, or straight up dead that you go, I don't got anything here? All of that can be recovered from one day, once a week of rest. Let me read one last verse to you. I love this scripture right here. First Kings 19. Then he looked. This is Elijah. He looked and there by his head, Elijah looked up and there was cake and bread and there was coals on it and a jar of water. And so he ate and he drank and he laid down again. And then the angel came back the second time, touched him and said, arise and conquer. No. Arise and work six days. Then the angel came back a second time and touched him and said to Elijah, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. Elijah had been running, his soul depleted, his mind exhausted, his, his spirit vanished. He, he just, he's at his wits end. And the Lord causes him to lay down and provides for him water and cake. Not only water and cake, but I love the Spanish term, a siesta. 
He falls asleep and the angel comes and the angel does not come and go, Elijah, what's wrong with you? We got to go. We got to grind. We got to accumulate. We got to accomplish. What's wrong with you? Let's go. He says, no, there's more. Rest again. For the journey is great. I want to just say something. Do you notice how last week we talked about quiet time and the potential of quiet time is strength for your journey? I want to say that Sabbath rest is going to give you strength for your journey. That I don't know if you'll make it in the long haul without the weekly rhythm of a Sabbath day. So maybe your Sabbath is Wednesday. Maybe your Sabbath is Saturday. Maybe it's Monday. Maybe it's Sunday. Whatever it is, I implore you. I beseech you. I beg you. And God would command you to take one day, 24 hours, to break the cycle and say, I will rest in your goodness and worship my God. Amen to that. Father, I'm praying over every person in our church. And I'm believing, God, that you will help us. You will lead us. You will